Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we back at it again. Listen, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Mr. Randy Chu. And you know, before we get into the show and books and business and all that, I just want to say, I'm back, baby. Yes, sir. I'm back. Oh my God, this beat is is amazing. Is it hot monkey lava? It's hot monkey lava. Hot monkey lava. It is hot monkey lava. Leave us. Listen. There is no chill when it comes to being with Bushwick Bill. <laughs> uh, no puedo, no puedo. That means I can't as much. My lifestyle is like deal or no deal. Mm-hmm. It's Randy Chu. We're going to blast your brains while you're going down Quarterfield. Ladies and gentlemen, you know who we are. The mm-hmm. Chu's that on that radio. Yes, sir. We're about to rock your dome piece while you cruising down Jones Beach. Yes, we are. And so, you know who I am. So I'm who you are. I'm Mr. Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Mr. I'm back, baby, a.k.a. Mr. Can't Stop Till I Get Enough, a.k.a. Mr. Slap Your Great, Great, Great. Great, great, great grandmother, mm-hmm. and I'm here with my illustrious co-host. Yes, sir, everybody. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic himself, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Negro Suave. You got to roll that tongue on there a little bit. A.k.a. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. Bald is Beautiful, y'all. Bald is Beautiful. My God, that beat. <laughs> And aka Mr. Chew Woo Woo. Can oh. you chew woo woo? Oh my god, that beat is Can just... you chew 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 chew? Uh, chew on that. Chew on that. Chew on that. Uh. Chew on that. Okay, here I go. Chew on that. 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 Chew, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, 
We about to freestyle. This about to be it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another banger. And if you hear a dog in the background, that is my puppy pit bull. Um. Anyway, you know how I like to start off the show. I like to start off promoting books and businesses. So I'm going to be promoting some books, businesses, for your Ruthie Pooh candy. Oh, yeah, we going old school to this. <laughs> yes, yes. Listen, so the first people I want to promote is I want to promote Tunnel Vision. Ladies and gentlemen, Tunnel Vision, I am going to let you guys on in a little secret. I do community work with Tunnel Vision. Tunnel Vision is a sports apparel brand whose mission is to motivate and inspire athletes to chase your dreams while offering products that create a lifestyle and helps athletes perform, feel, and look better. Tunnel Vision, Tunnel Vision is an innovative creative sports apparel brand that utilizes 3D and 4D design techniques as well as develops wearable technology. Tunnel Vision, thetunnelvision.com. You can go there, thetunnelvision.com, and their website is right there for you. This is what their website looks like. You can go there, thetunnelvision.com. Also, they also have a website, Chase Your Dreams, because Chase Your Dreams is also a part of their brand. ChaseYourDreamsInc.org is the website. Bam, there it is for you right there. Chase Your Dreams Initiative Incorporated is a 501c3 nonprofit organization founded in March of 2020 in Lanham, Maryland. The nonprofit was created to address community needs in areas of economics, career development, education, sports, entrepreneurship, uh, to improve the quality of life in communities throughout the United States. These gentlemen have been helping me do community advocacy and activism work in West County of Anne Arundel County, which is me, Village. Still, Still Meadows, Spring Meadows, Pioneer Drive, um, all the Severn, all of it. Um, they do some, some things in Annapolis as well. Um, but please, please support these brothers. They do very, 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 must I say it again? Say it again. Very, very good work. Tunnel Vision is their name. Community work is their game. Also, I want to promote someone, Sweets by T. This is her logo. I am going to put up her Instagram so you guys can follow her on Instagram. And I'm going to, oh, my God, look at the cupcakes. She makes awesome, delicious cupcakes. Please go on Instagram, follow her. It's sweets by T underscore S. So it's S W E E T S B Y T E E underscore. Please support her. Um, the admin 
team, the administrative director of True Radio, uh, we call him Dr. Mr. Phenomenal, uh, Marco Easton. This is uh, someone he knows. Um, it's none of your business how he knows this individual. You just go support her and cash mob her business like you know you should. Bottom line, please support her business. Her Instagram is sweets by T underscore. I'm going to show you pictures. Oh my God, look at that. Jeez, if I was not trying to lose weight, I would definitely be eating that, ordering that right now. Here's another one. Here's a happy birthday cake that she had done. Oh, my. Look how beautifully designed and crafted that is. Yo, that drink's actually kind of fire. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. So, listen, the next people I want to promote, well, I'm not going to promote them. Mr. Grant Tastic's going to promote them because he always wears their hat. Promotion on the way. Go ahead, Mr. Grantastic. Yes, sir. All right, we got the only brand. Okay, we recently have a rebrand. Okay, we're talking about connecting with nature, connecting to yourself. So only, so only nature. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what it is about. They uh, get their merchandise, um, books and stuff are coming about about mental health. The merchandise is great. We try and get people of color to appreciate the outdoors. And the hat I was rocking last week is the best hat I've ever had in my life. It will keep you warm. And like I said earlier, bald is beautiful, and the hat works. So, y'all, so go to that site, only.com, um, and purchase that stuff, y'all. Get them hats, y'all. Get them hats. They're amazing hats. Yes. Oh, hold up, hold up. Before I let you go, let's show them what the website looks like. Let's show them. Bam, there it is. There it is. Onlypacks.com. Onlypacks.com, y'all, please. Okay to unplug. Get the backpack and get the outside gear as well. Please do. Next, I want to promote a book called The Magic of Viral Energy, The Move. An ancient key to happiness, empowerment, and purpose written by someone who was a special guest on the show, Penelope Jean Hayes. Please go to Amazon.com and cash mob her book. Also, I want to promote someone who has been a mentor and a big brother to me since 2013. Go to com. You're going to want to scroll down. You're going to want to click on the holographic relationship. The I'm sorry, click on that second. The first book you need to get is The Relationship Dismount. How to Stick the Landing After Leaving a Toxic Relationship. The the Holographic Relationship is a book that's focused on you. It teaches you that relationships are is a highly reflected school. Mm. <laughs> Zoe is one of the master teachers, ladies and gentlemen. He's one smooth operator. And lastly, I want to promote Caribbean Island-style seasoning. Listen, I'm going to put their – that's their logo that you see right there. I'm going to put their Instagram up for a second for you. Um, And you can check them out on Instagram right there. Right there. I say right there. Right there. And I'm going to put a picture up of a package of their seat. Whoa. 
Pause. Pause. Their seasoning. <laughs> hey. They have all-purpose seasoning and veggie blend seasoning. So if you're a fat boy or you're a vegan, uh, they have seasoning for you. And I heard it was off. The t- I heard it was some hot, hot. monkey, monkey. Lava. lava. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so glad and honored I could do business and promote business. But the last business I want to promote is my daggone self. Go to www.trueradio.net forward slash store. Cop your items. We got everything from baby onesies to hats to to daggone coffee mugs to leggings for the ladies, for jersey dresses, for hoodie dresses, to hoodies for the men. Like I mean, we got it all. Yo, I really miss jersey dresses. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yo. Yo, I miss jersey dresses. <laughs> <gasps> that is a fashion statement. Hilarious. But like, if I, if me, my, oh my god, my baby can have. I can have the matching jersey. She can have the jersey dress. There oh. goes my baby. She can wear them uh, Air Forces with the heels. I get my Air Force. I'm telling we go all the way back. To oh the- my goodness! Listen, so books and business segment is over. What I'm going to do is take a quick two point two, and we're going to come back with two. And choke. We're gonna come back with chew and choke. We'll see you after this quick two point two break. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew on that, aka Mr. Mr. I started all of this, aka Mr. You wish you could handle this, aka Mr. You realize that I'm going to slap your great, 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 great grandmother, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host. It's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Negro Suave, uh-huh. a.k.a. Bald is Beautiful, there you a.k.a. Go. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. Can you, a.k.a. Can you chew woo-woo? <laughs> Listen, so uh, for those that are watching on Instagram, we are actually doing our uh, our our podcast. We're live on YouTube, Facebook. We're live everywhere. Um, so please subscribe, like, comment on here. Mr. Grantastic, it is your segment of the show. All right, ladies and gents, dogs and cats. Yeah, all right, cool, dogs and cats. This is our segment of the show. It's called the Chew or Choke, all right? So if you can see right here, choke, chew. All right, so we're going to bring up some statements and some topics that came up during the week. Some uh-huh. of it's ridiculous. Some of it's not. So if you are feeling it, ooh, a brother if you're feeling it, people in the chat, you're going to put chew, C-H-O-L. I know it's backwards for y'all, but just imagine that. You're going to put that if you agree with it. If you dig it, chew. If you think it's some bull, you're going to put choke. Can you dig right. it, baby? Can you dig it? Can you dig it, baby? Can you dig it, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it to the moon, baby. Okay, oh my gosh. All right, y'all. So our first topic for today, and make sure people in the chat, you got to put you or choke, okay? That's all you got to do, and then we'll talk about it afterwards, all right? Are you ready, bro, bro man? Yeah, because I don't know half these people on this joint, but go ahead. It is okay. There's some prize in there somewhere. All right, anyway, so the first statement, okay, so people chew if you like it, 
choke if you don't, or you agree agree or disagree. And I thought it was online. I don't care what anyone tells you. The concept of going with the flow is absolute bullshit. <laughs> oh. Two, if you rock with that, choke if you don't rock with that. Again, I'll I'll say it for you all. Again, the statement was, I don't care what anyone tells you. The concept of going with the flow is complete bullshit. People, let us know. Chew if you're riding with, if you agree with that. Choke if you, uh-uh, nah. Oh, man. I would have to say. What do you say, Mr. Chew? Uh, say, Mr. Chew? I'm torn. I, I, I'm not a. I got it. I'm not a. I'm not a flow with it kind of guy. Okay, so we got one choke over here. All right, let's see. Let's see what people get in the chat. Wait, wait. So if I choke on it, that means I agree. You disagree. Choke is disagree. Chew is you're agreeing with it. So I. So I actually agree that it's BS. Okay, you agree that it's BS. So I'm gonna chew woo woo. You gonna chew woo woo. Oh, somebody on Podbean said that's a choke. Ooh. Uh-oh, you you can call in. Call in please on that. And explain one. that. Um you can call in through the Podbean app and those who don't have Podbean, please call in 516-531-9828 Go ahead, Grantastic. All right. So I I would definitely say I now I think at this age I will agree that going you, going with the flow with adulting in life that's a little bit of bullshit. You got to have some kind of level of preparation, some kind. You got to yeah, yeah. you got to have some kind. You can't prepare for. Everything. Hey, somebody said, "What's the question again?" The question is just so, so it's a statement. So it's just if you agree or disagree with the statement. Okay, so the first couple ones I'm just reading statements. Okay. All right. So the statement is this: Chew means you like it. Choke means you don't. Okay. Choke means you don't. So the statement is the concept of going with the flow is bullshit. So if you agree that going with the flow is BS, you chew on it. You chew. If you disagree and you think that going with the flow is cool, you should do that, then choke. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm too old to be. I, you, I got too much business and community work and things that I do. And, and, and your flow might be off. If I'm especially, I'm the type of person I believe in if someone is not at a, at a greater state than me, to elevate me then whoever I'm around is my responsibility to give them the doorway to elevate them. Mm-hmm. So if I can't allow someone who is under my elevation to f- create the flow. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree with that. I can rock with that. Going downstream. You see going downstream. Uh Oh, someone said on part being going with the flow doesn't mean abandoning priorities. Uh Oh, I mean, it does not mean Whoa. abandoning priorities. You're right. Whoa, my God. But I think there's, I feel as if there's a certain point where your priorities, you got to start focusing on them a little bit more. Okay, certain ones. You're not necessarily like, you can go with the flow. And we're not talking about every day you're planning everything. Because trust me, I ain't that person. I'm not a planner person, but I do know there's things I need to plan for. A real planner understands that you plan in hopes to part- to make it 100%, but you're really going to fall into 75%. Yeah. This is bottom line. It's really just what you're it human. is. Okay. That's what it is, yo. So we, there was a, it's a difference in there. I saw a couple Ish of things. Ish happens. Yo. You know Ish happens. Mean? Oh, Ish nothing. I, and I tell that to my students all the time. Like, yes, you got to plan, but then you have Ish happens. And you need to plan for Ish happens because it happens. All right, it happens. Yes, it happens. All right, so let's go to our next statement, y'all. Okay, mm-hmm. so right now we're just doing statements, just statements. Okay, and uh, people in chat say, "Oh, there's certain areas where you can go with the flow." I agree. There's certain areas where you can go with the flow. Um, 
What would be t- tell me an area you would go with the flow? Put that in the chat where we go to the yeah, next yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So our next statement is this, people. Are you listening? All right, great. Our next statement. There is no way to build wealth without family. So again, chew if you agree with that, choke if you disagree. There is no way to build wealth without family. Um I'm sorry, you that's that popping what you think of that? Oh, part being what you think about that. What you think about that? Um, like Instagram, what you think about that? Let me YouTube, read it one more Facebook, time. Let me read, it one more time. read it one more time for him. There is no way to build wealth without family. There is no way to build wealth without family. Wow. Okay. So, all right. So, Mr. Mr. Chu, you said choke. I'm a chew woo woo. What? I'm going to chew on that. Okay. Hey, listen. I can't. I. I. That's that's, that's your opinion. That's mm-hmm. your. You. You decide to can, chew can on I, that. Can I, can I tell you what angle I'm coming from now? Yeah, talk to me. Okay, so I'm not talking about initial wealth. I'm talking about. So for me, when I like when I was reading that, like, and I reading the statement, I was thinking, okay, I don't need family for me to build wealth. Mm-hmm. But look at those last two comments. What was that? What's happening? Oh, I see. There's a dope. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, all right. Go ahead. So cool. Thank you, people, for the love on, on IG. So it's not necessarily so for me. I know for me, I can build wealth, but I do know for my wife, helps me build it better. Okay, that's a little family unit. Now the thing is also is that like my mom, she you know broke off from the family a little bit. She did her thing. She built up a little bit of money, cool, but it was definitely difficult. But she didn't have the tools necessarily to make sure it passed on. And that's the thing. So I felt like I had to restart from where she ended. So for me, it's not necessarily saying that you have to have family, but if you want to keep the wealth actually revolving, it does include family. So people don't have to keep starting over. What do you think? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? I want you to make your original statement once again for the audience. Okay. And it's probably a little extreme of a statement because that's why I pick them. I pick the extreme statements. Okay. 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 So there is no way, and I think that's what people are getting hung up on the no way because, yeah, there is a way. All right. There is no way to build wealth without family. I would say that anyone can build wealth without family. It's your responsibility if your family is worthy enough to include them. That's also true. I agree. Because that I would include in right now. And 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 let me say this: according to my definition, family is not relatives. That's true. Family is who I choose. Relatives is who God chose for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with the Lord's choosing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, so for me, the the no way thing or the mm-hmm. or nah, I now trust and believe. Once I once I uh begin to build that wealth, I'll, I'll say it from a personal perspective, my mother and father ha- have built um wealth. Mm-hmm. I've helped them. And their projects of building wealth, mm-hmm. but their blood relatives didn't hand them wealth. We was in the projects mm-hmm. <laughs> when they got married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they built that over. I was actually already out of the house when they were building wealth. Yeah. Um. Now they can leave something, but what they leave behind is going to go to my kids. Mm-hmm. 
I'm good. Yeah. I don't even want to touch nothing because mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure me and mine is straight. Fact. You know, so leave it to the kids. Mm-hmm. And then the kids now have two generations worth of investments into them mm-hmm. and two generations worth of wisdom invested into them. That's also so, true. So the financial literacy piece is yeah. there and so I, they can handle it. And I, that's what I think from when I heard the statement, again, not being too extreme, but when I heard the statement, I realized there does need to be an element, like you said, of financial literacy that needs to be passed down. Mm-hmm. Or even because even if you are the start, it's hard, but you'll still pass that down. Because because a lot of uh, the Caucasian families mm-hmm. in America, I'm not talking about the poor Caucasians, I'm talking about middle class to high class, mm-hmm. upper class. They don't even necessarily have to know financial literacy to maintain that wealth. Ooh, can I read with one comment from IG? Yeah, go ahead. Someone said generational wealth is what's impossible without a strong family unit. So what do you think about that one? I, I disagree. disagree? Yes, I, I disagree because um, you can have a, a strong family unit, but if you don't have financial literacy or, or you have, if you don't have the discipline to know how to pass that, because gen- mm-hmm. when you say generational wealth, it's not one generation. Yeah. We're talking three, four generations here. And and I think that for, for people of color, what it was difficult is that starting point. So it's like, what, like, like you said, it's just like, you've got to come down from multiple generations, mm-hmm. but what generation has the opportunity to even start planting those seeds so and that it would grow. And let's be real. Um, generational wealth is hard to build for slate for the descendants of slaves in a capitalist society. That's true. Um, capitalism is the new thing on the block. Yeah. Um, we already had generational wealth before we were ever snatched and brung over here. That is very true. Um, and it was because we had a village mindset, mm-hmm. not necessarily a family mindset. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a village mindset is every you do what's best for the village. That's true. And if it was a messed up dude or a messed up chick, mm-hmm. the whole village knew and everyone stayed away from that individual. Mm-hmm. And handled business. And handled business. <laughs> and handled business when necessary. Yeah, so... No, true. I get what you're saying. Though. But I don't want to say that in a sense like those who feel like family is important to build generational wealth are wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it like Pinion is that you don't necessarily need family to mm-hmm. to begin the process of building generational wealth. I think that's very true. So I think mm-hmm. that to begin the process, because like you said, for disenfranchised people, you may be the first person. You may be the first one mm-hmm. to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not going to necessarily be easy, but at the same time, that generational wealth starts with, like you said, the discipline to pass it down. Yeah. Because the problem is a lot of people that got money and they don't know how to I'm gonna say this on the I'm gonna say this on the chew on the chew on that show, and a lot of people ain't gonna like it, but I don't care. There are, there actually are some good white folks out here that can actually teach you financial literacy and help you build begin to build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <sighs> it's the elite's jobs that keep us divided. That's really all it is. Yep. I'm just going to leave it at that. If you don't mm-hmm. believe me, then do your own research. You'll figure it out. Gotcha. All right, let's go to our next uh, <laughs> next statement, okay? Um, and really just kind of came from, oh, so for all those who are watching, um, please download the UMC app, Urban Movie Channel. Um, that is my joint. Um, there's a show on it called For the Love of Jason. Um, I don't know why I love that show so much. <laughs> for the love for of the Jason. Love of Jason. I mean, you know, just my name is Jason. But, you know, you never know. All right, um, For the Love of Jason. So you have a character who... A single black man in his 30s 
He's dealing with hey, dating issues. Hey, hold on. What's your name? My name is Jason. And what's your last name? Grantastic. <laughs> and what's the character's name? The char- actually, And the character's name is Jason Grant. That's the crazy part about it. Okay, but go ahead. Proceed. So that's why it's my show. So watch my show. Support me. Apparently, it's, it's, it's about me. It's based on this nigga. It's based on, it's based on me before I got married. Love you, baby. All right, anyways. Um, based on the alter ego. Oh, I can't wait for us to have. We got to have a, a show about the alter Shit, y'all. Season two, season two, y'all. Yeah, fire. Yes. Anyway, so, I, <laughs> so here's here's the kind of the statement though. Um, so should or a question, whatever. I should put it as a statement. Black men and women should be maximizing their singlehood and not just looking to get married. So the in the episode we're talking about, so the young man is dealing with a lot of pressure of getting married. He didn't necessarily he found a girl, but he wasn't ready. But he's started to do more work, right? And he wanted to break off of his company and start his own. Mm-hmm. And so I, I often, you know, we chop it up with the producers and stuff of the show. And one point I brought up, I was like, you know, people were like, oh, should he be doing that or trying to find a relationship? I was like, but Jason is just trying to maximize his singleness. He's a single man. He wants to start his own business. So what y'all think? Okay. Should we maximizing our singlehood and growing ourselves spiritually, financially, I'm going to chew woo woo over just looking to get married. Not saying that's just, you know, it's not, you know, you can do either or, but people who are focused just on getting married. If people focused on maximizing their singleness, they would have successful relationships to begin with. Kind of facts, though. Because if you're happy within yourself, Free. you don't have to worry about being dishappy with another person. Bing. Unhappy with another person. I like this happy. That's okay. I will chew woo woo. No, I definitely agree with that, though. I think there's also, and I think that's what people live in re- when they feel the regrets mm-hmm. um, when they get married. It's because they didn't maximize their single. And when I mean maximize, I don't mean sleeping with people. Okay. Say that when I say maximizing, because oh, people responded, I put the question up on IG and people was just like, Neither. Oh, I got some music. Horrible. What's so, up? Oh, oh, oh. you in your single hood? Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Yes, Lord. Preach, Lord. So when you find your good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can also be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you bad, you won't find your good thing. Yes, it, and it won't be a good thing. It'll just be. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know. Um, um, no, seriously. Um, you have to remember that re- re- the relationship itself. Please continue to inspire. Thank you. I appreciate. It. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, people who. Are happy within themselves or um, have found themselves while being single, realize when they step into a relationship that which the relationship is a reflection of themselves. Yes. A lot of people have problems in relation in their significant relationships is because in all actuality they have inner struggles and battles within themselves. You want to stop it right there? I'm going. I'm going to put a pause right put there. A pause right there. there. Put a pause right there. Put a pause right there. I'm going to put a pause right there. Put a pause right there. We're going to come back to that. We're because a lot of people don't even want to don't even want to face the fact. Yeah, because that's. I'm going to save it for the topic. I'm going to save it for the topic. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for the topic. Okay. There's another one that came from. It ain't Chris Rock. It's the Rock. 
And I'm a franchise like the Houston Rocket. Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, you know I mean. Okay, go ahead. All right. So here's another one, y'all. Here's another question. All right, that came up from from IG. And someone said they wanted this to be on Chew and Choke. This is a formal request. Uh oh. Um, I'm gonna choose the language carefully because I feel like the uh, the should I go with word number one or number two? two. Go with two. Okay, great. All right. So here's the question. Can black people dun, 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 can black people agree with so let's say you're in a situation can a black person agree with a white person when the third party is another black person being a complete asshole can do you feel as if it's okay for you as a black person you're with someone that's white and you have someone who's acting like an asshole and for y'all to agree and be like you know like an asshole. Like, is, is that okay? Is that okay to agree with your white counterparts on another black person? If it is, chew. If it ain't, choke. I'm torn between. I'm, I'm torn. A, I, I, I'm, I'm a torn like some paper. Up and I'm gonna explain why. Mm. I'm gonna do the same thing too because I, I. I'm honestly, torn like your grandmama's. Never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that one. I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> We got, uh, we got sponsorship off of that. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. So wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me just learn this lesson, y'all. Get clarity before you speak. Let me say Get that. clarity before you speak. Go ahead. Restate the the, the statement mm. one last time. Okay. Say it slow for Mr. Randy Chu. Okay. So the situation, there's two, there's three people mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. One person is a complete asshole, mm-hmm. and they are the and they are a black person. Mm-hmm. It's you as a black person, you as one of your white colleagues, and you're seeing this person act like a complete asshole, a complete nigga. Mm-hmm. But can you come together and be like that person's an asshole, or is that bad for the culture? Oh nah, you can come together. You can come, you can together. come together. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it right like this. Um, you can come together because how can I say that? Uh, white silence is violence if if someone's being a prick or a butthole and I'm not calling them out on that. Now, I'm not going to it depends on who the white person is. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, depends on the surroundings. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, depends on how close I am to that black person because I'm it's certain black people I'm not going to ever correct in public. Correct. Or around anyone else that's not in my circle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I will ride with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if they start something, I'm going to be with them. But when we get home, when we get home, <laughs> it's when we get in the car, it's me and that black person. You understand what I'm saying? I feel you. So that's why I'm, I said I'm torn. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I am man enough to hold you responsible for your stupidity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's also true. Though. I, I, I feel that, though, because as Kendrick Lamar would say, uh, there's a difference between black artists and whack artists. So... Asshole, you are an Someone on part being said, "No, nah, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Skin folk ain't kin folk." Hey, it's a lot of white supremacists with black skin on there. That's also true. Yeah, that, that, that. Gatekeepers, gatekeepers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. So I'm kind of, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Um, but also at the same time, you still got to keep people accountable. Yeah. And but just how you do it. So I think that in the workplaces. Don't start talking about people like that. Because first of all, because you don't want to also be perceived as that person who is talking to about people around the office as well. That 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 that's fact. So you don't necessarily want to be that person either. Okay. 
We got comments on YouTube. We're gonna take a look at. We're yeah, gonna I'm on. gonna pull them up. I'm gonna pull up. Pull up on YouTube. I'm gonna pull up. All right. So how many more I got left? I got. I, I got. I got a controversial one go, go and ahead. I got a cray one. Go ahead with both of them. Get, well, okay. 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 All right. Should we start from behind or should we start from the top? Stop. Start from the top. Okay. Cool. 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 Y'all have no idea what's about to come to y'all way. All right. So our next one. Okay. And people, how, let let us know how you feel. Okay. Billboard has awarded its Woman of the Year to Cardi B um, for her contributions to um, our society with the song WAP and for having conversations with President-elect Joe Biden and Senator uh, Sanders. So what do we think about that? So what, what do y'all think? If you're, you're vibing with Cardi B being your Woman of the Year, hit that too. If you're you're not feeling Cardi B being the woman of the year, hit the choke. Uh, hit the choke or the chew. Can you chew? Woo woo. Nope. I'm definitely gonna choke. Quit. If you don't, if you if you choke, not it will be a better one. So people in the chat, who who who? Someone on YouTube, this is hilarious. <laughs> Someone on YouTube said, "What builds generation?" <laughs> Elaborate generational wealth. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I I, I um I got I got to choke on it because um <laughs> how, how can you make a song? Then how can you talk about leaving and divorcing your man so that all your followers and fans? Can mess up their relationships, but you still with the nigga, and then you buying him cars. And I had no problem with you buying your man stuff. I feel like that's honorable. Mm-hmm. I feel like you being loyal and committed to your man is honorable. Very true. I, I applaud her on that. Real talk. I applaud her on that. Mm-hmm. What I don't applaud her on is misguiding her fans into believing that the grass is green on the other side. When actually, when you jump the fence, it ain't even grass; it's turf. Oh! Her fans definitely are idiots, but you, we also forget. We also forget that the word "fan" is short and is abbreviation for the word "fanatic." Fanatic. No, so I, I definitely agree. I'm definitely going to choke on that as well. Um, but that's a good question. So, if Cardi B is not your woman of the year, who is your woman? Of- and and the one thing I feel so sorry and like not sorry. So I mean, like my heart bleeds for young women because. These are the role models, you know, and 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 not saying that you can't make money or nothing like that, but it's right. just like so for the young lady that is more conservative that don't want to show her body that doesn't want to twerk, who is her who is her woman of the year? You hold, know, hold hold up, I'm sorry. Every woman's gonna want to twerk, whether you're in a committed relationship or not. You need to twerk. I mean, twerk that thing. Now, is it twerk at home or twerk on IG? No, nah, you need to twerk in the privacy of your home. Okay, no, I definitely agree. Yeah, there, there needs to be a, a high level of twerking at home. Yes. Um, you know, if your man tells you to drop it down one time, drop it down one time. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, oh, okay, hold on. So he he wanted to be here for that one. So let me do another one right real quick. Okay, okay, okay. Before he get back, I, I'm loving this chew and choke. I'm loving the comments. Um, yeah. please keep them coming. Please, please keep them. Yeah, keep them. Hey, someone on YouTube j- said they love, they like your energy. 
Oh, thank you. I'm trying to bring that energy. It's the last episode of the season, y'all. Of this season, yeah, season oh, one. Season. This is the last episode of season one. This is not the last episode of the show ever. Don't right. think that. Mm-hmm. Season, season two one. is going to start in January. Then. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I'm going to be active on Instagram Live anyway, so we're going to be active on Instagram Live anyway. But yo, yo season but two yeah. is going to be the fire. Yeah, right? season two is going to be Letty. Um, uh, you might want to hurry up about to finish this. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, anyways, all right, y'all. So let, let's talk about this this little vaccine, y'all. Let's talk about this little vaccine. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Instagram post, Tank, his name is Tank Sinatra. Put this this statement on IG. Charlamagne the guy saw it. He was like, "That's actually profound." Mm-hmm. But here's the statement, y'all. Let us know if you if you feel it, shoot. You're not feeling it, choke. And actually, let me say it this way: If you're for taking the vaccine, chew. If you're against taking the vaccine, choke. Okay. We ain't even say what the alternative is yet. Let's put it down until you know the alternative. Okay. Okay. So you know the alternative. All right. So his statement was people will literally eat a stranger's booty hole, but will not take the vaccine. So, human beings of this country, are you eating booty hole or are you taking a vaccine? If you're eating booty hole, put you. You taking a vaccine, put you. <laughs> But that's fact, though, because people are unadulterated, unprotected booty hole munching and refuse to take the vaccine. I would love, I would never let the United States government experiment on my body. No, that's fact, though. Even if it does require a little bit of booty hole eating, now nah, I don't even. Black people in this country, we do not have a good history when it comes to vaccines and and testing. I'm straight. Eating the booty. Eating, eating all of uh, the groceries. Nah. Food Lion, Giant. Safeway, save Safeway a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. Oh, yeah, no, people not feeling that vaccine. But it is interesting, though, that like people are willing to, you know, it takes slang it around takes their meat. 10 to their 15 role. years for a vaccine to actually be produced well enough for it to actually work. Yep. No current vaccine has been uh, in laboratories for 10 to 15 years, and every single vaccination um, has caused failure mm-hmm. in 85 to 90 percent of the people who take them. Just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, vaccines also have uh, particles of aborted babies in them. Oh, no one to see though. Um, this goes on and on. I'm not gonna ruin the moment. Y'all yeah. just do your own research. Okay, but that's it, y'all, for chew woo woo and choke. That was it. I thought you had one more. I did. That was no, that was just it. Now the other one I want to say for our conversation. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a quick two point two and when we come back, we are going to go over the topic. And everything that has to do with said topic. We were right back after this quick 2.2. 2.2.
Ladies and gentlemen, oh, this beat just get to me sometimes. Remember, this beat is now rocking your dome piece while you drive home from Jones Beach. It's your boy Randy Chew, aka Mr. Chew, on that, aka Mr. Slap. Your great, great, great. Grandmother, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host. It is your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, uh-huh. a.k.a. Bald is Beautiful, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. Negro Suave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard it first from your boy. Negro suave. Negro suave. Listen. Suavemente. The number of the dial is 516-531-9828. 516-531-9828. If you are listening via Podbean, you can always call into the show. Just go to trueradio.podbean.com. Call into the show that way as well. YouTube, Facebook, you can comment or you can go to www.trueradio.net and watch us live and comment there. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, today's topic. Tell them. The connection reflection. Mm-hmm. What's the point part three? Yes, Let me say it again. What's the point part three? The connection reflection. The connection reflection. Let's talk about some childish Relationship beliefs. Ooh, childish. You churish. Caterish and deplorable. I'm going to throw this out to the audience and to my co hosts. We're going to begin the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Remember, the number of the dial is 516 531 9828. 516 531 9828. Are inflexible relationship expectations? Wrong. Ooh, can you ask that one more time? Are inflexible relationship expectations wrong? Why we both had to take a breath on that one? <laughs> and so you said inflexible? Oh, okay. Wrong? Yes. If you have a relationship expectation that you are not bending on, is that wrong? So what would we categorize as a relationship expectation? Like not standard, but like expectation. And y'all can put that in the chat too. What are some expectations? That's that's y'all? T- yeah. Yeah. What's some expectations y'all have for uh, for relationships? That, yeah. that to each his own. Yeah, because to each his own. Yeah. But Dagnabbit, if you call here on some BS, I will call you out. Um. So Grantastic started off. Are inflexible relationship expectations wrong? I think maybe wrong is a very strong word. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say ill-advised. Um, okay. The reason why I will say that is because of kind of what we brought up a little bit earlier. Okay. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and not of you know, like just COVID kind of stuff. But that is a big thing of just ish happens. You know, yeah, it kind of yeah. changes our world and everything. 
Um, so you may have had a thing of like, oh, you know, like I've got a season ticket every single year to my favorite local team. You know, yeah. that's what I do. Baby, you can just respect that. That's okay. Cool. Okay. But, all right, someone loses a job because of layoffs. Mm-hmm. Your expectations is still to have these little, you know, season tickets to keep doing that. But what the family may need is like, yo, this season you can't you can't go see your busted team lose eight games in a row, okay? Mm-hmm. But then at that point, is that conflict now? Or is that just, all right, I got to be flexible in a relationship because life and shit happen? Let's dive deeper. Let's dive a little deeper. Let's dive deeper. Let's not get into let's let's get into mm-hmm. should I say. Let's get into some actual deep rooted expectations that a man or woman could have mm-hmm. in a relationship that they're not bending on. Mm-hmm. For example, old school expectation was the woman was gonna cook mm-hmm. and clean. Every, Every day, day, all day. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of deep stuff I'm talking about. So I think for to assume that, first of all, any assumption is just wrong in a relationship. Let me just say that it's number one. But if you have an expectation that, oh, your your woman is going to cook and clean. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. up. You just made a statement I want to dive into. Okay, let's dive into it. You said that an assumption in a relationship is wrong. Uh, An assumption in any relationship I will say is wrong. Does that mean that the person's character has not been established? Wait a minute, the person that's making the assumption or the, the I'm making an assumption for, for that person? You're making an assumption for that person. Is there, so is their character established or not? Is that your question? If someone was to come up to me and smack me in my face, what would you assume I would do? I got to like... Take turn off the mic if you want to really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, because uh, if, if somebody smack you, we got to hold on. Let me get off Instagram live right today. That's <laughs> but you can, but you, you, you um, but you have an assumption of how yeah. I would respond. Correct. That is because of what? My my established what character? But that, but I think if someone come out to slap you, is it is it you? Or is it them, their issue, though? That's the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Is the expectation placed upon that person them, or is it you? It is you. <laughs> okay. It is okay, you. go ahead. Continue. Oh, no, because if, if, you, if you go into a relationship and you have this expectation, like, all right, cool. I'm a man. I'm about to marry this woman. My expectation is that I work, she cook and clean. Clearly, you haven't had a conversation with the person you're dealing with. Yes, yes. That's number there, one. There you go. There you go. You yeah. Had a conversation, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and number two, have you been alive the past like five or 10, 20, 15 years? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just assuming some woman is just going to cook and clean for you is just like you you asking for like problems. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that they're not willing, but it's just to make that assumption just yeah. stop. Um, so I would definitely say like being inflexible on that is very dangerous to a relationship. That's key. I would say that's mm-hmm. very dangerous. If mm-hmm. you if you can't be flexible, if there's not days where you're just like, you know something, babe, like I like I got this. Like mm-hmm. if you can't do that, that's give and take in the relationship. Like, yeah. I think yeah. it's being flexible. Um and so yeah, so that's what I would say that if you're inflexible, you're in a really dangerous spot. 
like in a relationship. Yeah, I I agree. And and the number to dial is 516-531-9828, 516-531-9828. We're talking about what's the point part 3 the connection reflection your childish relationship beliefs are inflexible relationship expectations wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're on Podbean, feel free to call in. If you're watching, keep commenting. I see all the comments. My admin team sees the comments. Um, we appreciate the love. Does poverty put a silent limit on pursuing your dreams, goals, and desires while you're while being in a deep, committed relationship? Oh, you're gonna have to read that question one more time because I, I, my boy's on here. He about to light that one on fire. Please okay, one. I'm gonna read it nice and slow. Does poverty put a silent limit on pursuing your dreams, goals, and desires while being in a deep, committed, intimate relationship? I want some. I want someone to call in. I want someone to comment. I want someone. To do something, talk to us, Grant. Can I ask a question? Are we talking about poverty mindset or poverty reality? Mm, what's the difference? Because the, the difference is in the poverty mindset is that like, and I was reading this, uh, this book, um, oh, what is it called? Oh, Financially Irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Um, and one statement in there that they were, they were talking about one section. I mean, it blew my mind. I actually had to put the book down for a moment. Um, so he was talking about people who are on welfare or whatever, okay? And okay. not talking bad about people who are welfare, but he's talking about a situation. But he talked about the mindset of people who are in poverty. And he would say people who are on welfare used to clown him for going to work. And they would be like, yo, you are a sucker. Mm-hmm. You going mm-hmm. to work, mm-hmm. you working mm-hmm. nine to five, mm-hmm. trying to get a check, while I can just sit back, have a couple kids, and I can eat steak and shrimp every night. You a sucker. Wow, wow. But and the thing about that is like so it's not the fact that I, I fault the people who are on welfare, but I think once you get to the point where you are trying to like chastise or like go against someone that's going to work, it's just because of the the mindset. Yeah, that's the part I was like, that's dangerous. But don't we don't we often say that perception is reality? Mm-hmm. So if someone is perceiving that they are, if they have a poverty mentality. Mm-hmm. Their perception on life is poverty. It is. So there's really no difference between them being financially po- having financial poverty mm-hmm. versus having a poverty mentality. I think it's the only reason why I think it's a little bit of a difference okay. is Talk because so like I've looked at um, like my mother who who came from a small town on the eastern shore mm-hmm. who was like, all right, I'm not about to be about this business. I'm going to leave, and then I'm going to make something of myself. Okay. So came out of poverty, but not necessarily the poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, opposed to, like, some of her other, like, family members who are just, like, they're just stewing in, you know, in, like, our hometown, and it's just, you know, it's dying a little bit. Businesses are leaving everything. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, almost in a way, they're calling us sellouts because she made a decision to leave and do something different. Is poverty... The child of survival. Oh yeah, yeah. I think because you you mix up survival with like you try to style it sometimes. So if some so if if survival is the mother of poverty, mm-hmm. is it safe to say 
that poverty does put a silent limit on our dream goals and desires. Oh, yeah. Because you got to figure out how to even get to the starting point. Like, I'm thinking of it as like a mathematician of, okay. Like, okay. of yeah. like where you, so okay. like you can have the same, you know, slope or rate of change or mm-hmm. growth as I do. But if I started here and you start here, you'll still never catch up to me, even and if we have the same growth. What you just said, oh my God, that's so powerful. What you just said breaks down the difference between equality mm-hmm. and equity. equity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a complete yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And honestly, I don't think people understand if they're fighting for equality or equity. Yes, yes. And the, and the fight should be for equity. It should be for equity. Are you fighting for equity in your relationship? Ooh. But people don't understand what. Or has society is. made the woman believe that she should fight for equality in the relationship? And that was one of my two and chokes I wanted to hold on to. I was trying to hold on to for the show. <laughs> go ahead, bring it back. Bring it out. It's hard to yell with the barrel in his mouth. Squizzy. <laughs> so, but that's a question someone brought online: is that is, have we replaced black love, or are we trying to we killed black love and replaced it with a gender war? Whoa! That was someone brought that question up, and I was like, it's hey. funny you say that because Podbean says. Uh, let me let me pull up the comment real quick. Part of me said white feminism is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Even white women of 2020 denounced it. Yeah. Yeah, because that, cause that's the thing. It's just like so for because I feel as if we went from just mm. trying to get the community back together to like now we like fighting each other again. And like so, I was on Clubhouse the other day. Well, Clubhouse was an interesting experience. I did that the other day. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I was one of the very few lucky people that got invited on Clubhouse when it was in its beta form Mm -hmm. before it became popular and everyone was just handing out invites like it was a a, a church mother handing out mints. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, there was a conversation with podcasters and radio people and all that. Joe Budden was on there and, 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 and a bunch of other people was on there. And Daylight was on there. Shout out to Daylight Battle Rapper. He was on there. Um, and they was talking about how women struggle in the radio podcast arena and as content creators. And I said, I think men struggle more in that have to do more work than women because all women have to do is show a little skin. And they automatically have views. Oh, my God. When I said that, you should have heard how the room responded. You are destroying our story. And this is why we can't get ahead. And I'm thinking to myself, all you got to do is go to your boss and flash him. And you automatically got. Listen, as a black Name one time in black history, black human history, where the black man oppressed the black woman. You will never find it. If you find it, I will give you $1,000. And we're not talking about your mom and your daddy's relationship. I'm not talking about that stupidity stuff. I'm talking about I'm talking about a nation of black men oppressing a nation of black women. 
where like the women's live for the white folks happen. I'm talking about that type of oppression. I'm not talking about the idiots that should have been kicked out the village for disrespecting our women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm talking about all of us doing that. Yeah. It's, it's, you're not going to find it. No. You're not going to find it. Period. And I think that kind of goes back to like your your question, though, about the let, let me say it this way. Let me, I'm sorry to cut you no, off. You said, you said. Name any time in black history where we wasn't under white supremacy. And white supremacy is global now. Mm-hmm. Where we have oppressed black women. You can't find it. The but reason why we... believe that that is the thing, though. Yeah, and the reason why black men mistreat black women is because we've been conditioned to do that under the leadership of white supremacy. Because wow. who who mistreats their women all the time? Thank you. Mm. No, but that's definitely facts. And I and I think like kind of going back to your question about like poverty kind of putting like a silent limit on things. Um, I think there's definitely an added level of stress with that um, that goes uh, goes into that relationship because there's so many aspects that goes into relationships. It's a spiritual. Financial, physical, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then sometimes we can't see, you know, through the trees, and and especially when the the force in front of you is poverty. So it, it it's definitely difficult wow. with that. I think that, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's also at the same time where, and I really hate to say it like this, but that's the reason why you kind of gotta like find people in your tax bracket and, and your mindset. Fuck it. I'm going to say it. If you're going to be with someone, be with somebody in your tax bracket and your mindset. Wow. Fuck it. Whatever. Wow. It's the last episode of season one. <laughs> be with someone that's in your tax bracket I got and about, your mindset. I got about, I got another, I got a whole index card and, and a half. Tax bracket. If they can't make about. money like you, don't date them. Whatever. And I still got about 20 more questions and statements in my Go phone ahead. that you I haven't even written down. Let's go with some more questions. Listen, know. season two gonna be a banger. Let me say this: true or false? The design of social media platforms are to fragment your attention, and not necessarily, not necessarily to get you more of it. Mm. In other words, we think social media is to give us more attention, act fragmented to get your attention. I would definitely is that agree true with or that. false? I will a hundred and ten percent agree with that. Mm. Um, because I, the ironic part about you thinking you get attention is that you're doing all that and that's distracting you from what you should be doing. Because I will say this, there's people who are on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, they got all these followers and they will tell you it is a job to keep that up. I get that. That's cool. But also at the same time, what is, what happened? And I get some people use it as a marketing tool. Uh-huh. I get it. That's cool. But I'm going to say it one more time because someone in the chat wanted me to say it one more time. So I'm going to say it for them. What y'all think in in, in IG land? The The design of social media platforms are to get your attention and not necessarily to get you more attention.
Yeah, because when you scroll in for hours, you're distracted. When you are thinking, when you're thinking that showing your behind is going to get you more uh, attention, like authentic attention, you're lying to yourself. Period. I mean, I I know it's 2020. You can't tell people what to do with their bodies and stuff like that. I'm just letting you know the reality of it. It's like. If you wake up and the first thing you want to do is check your social media before you brush your teeth, you are falling into the design of social media. Like you want to talk to, you want to go on Instagram before you talk to your spouse, talk to your creator, read, stretch, meditate. Brush your teeth. Shower. Oh my goodness! Someone said I'm going to make them. We're going to make them shout like they go in the church. So let me go ahead and take you to church real quick. Take them to church. So if you, I said <laughs> social media, look <laughs> out over here. It's getting your attention. No. <laughs> um. So let me ask the next, the follow-up question. Follow that question up. Excessive use of social media platforms may lead to narcissism. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is it safe to say that 75% of the people we interact with are narcissistic? Yeah. I would say a level of it, yes. Yeah. Mm. Go, go, go deeper. Talk about it. I would say that and... Remember the number to dial is 516-531-9828 or you can call in via Podbean, comment on YouTube, Facebook IG. or go to True Radio or, or Instagram or go to TrueRadio.net. Go ahead. Can you break down that definition again? I remember we talked about this like oh, maybe a month yeah. ago. No, you got, you got let me see if I still got that definition for these folks. Let me though, see if I still got I, it in the in the Rolodex. Cuz I know we're like, "Oh, Trump's a narcissist," but I don't know if you really understand. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Can someone call in with the definition of narcissism, please? He's please usually got the in. definition. So I, I usually I have the definition, that. but he got me on that What's one. What's poppin', bro? What's poppin'? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me go ahead and get my thesaurus. No, I want to hear the official as a government whistle. Definitely. Oh, the official as a government whistle. Yes. Because, you know. Unbelievable. This bar is like some jail time in here. <laughs> Or like some dub soap, whichever you want it to be. Wow. I am going to no pull up the definition. Movie. Okay, pull up that definition. Because I definitely, definitely agree. I think that... Narcissism I, is the ahead. pursuit of gratification mm-hmm. from vanity or egotistic admiration of one's idealized self-image or at oh my god, we got two three callers in this joint. Oh yo, they is popping. The callers is like yo, let me get on this one. Okay, callers, state your name. Where you calling from? Come on, callers. I'm calling from Texas. Okay. You want to give us your name, or you want to remain anonymous? I'm saying nice. Oh, okay, light bright. Okay, Texas in the house. All right, what about Texas? Um, about two and a half hours from Dallas. Okay. 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 So, so talk to us. What you called in to say? Oh, oh well, actually, um, before you started reading the definition, I'd already pulled it up and 
that's going to help you out. But the definition that I have um, is different from the one you were repeating. Talk to me. Tell me your definition. Um, narcissism is um, one inordinate fascination with oneself, excessive self-worth or vanity. Um, two, psychoanalysis, erotic gratification derived from admiration of one's own physical or mental attributes. Being a normal condition at the infantile level of personality development. So it starts when they're really, really young, um, really in their genes, I would say. Um, and recently, like this week actually, I've been doing a really in depth dive about narcissism and um, narcissistic personality disorder. Um, yes. We had a show that covered that uh, a couple months ago. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm currently married to a narcissist. And, uh, um, yeah, so it's something that I, I dig into quite a bit just uh, so I get that that reassurance um, for myself that I'm not crazy or, you know, just blowing things up or uh, making things bigger than they really are. You know, it is what it is. Um, what I'm seeing that it is is exactly what it is. Okay. So so let me ask can I ask you let me ask you two questions. So have you ever been in a relationship where you had expectations that you did not bend on? Um well I would I was saying yes. Um or no, I would say no because even though in my mind and in my heart, like I'm truly not bending on them and I don't approve. Um, I'll allow the behaviors or whatever the expectation, um, the situation at hand, I allow it to go on. So therefore, you know, kind of um, condoning it or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when
know that relationships are a highly reflective school of what's going on on the inside of us. So what is the lesson that you learned? Are you strangling someone with a bag? (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, So if relationships are a highly reflective school of what's going on on the inside of us, what is it that you learned from your experience in your past failed relationships? Or learning currently. Fantastic. Do you have anything you want to say? Now, I just I wanted to get some clarity. Did you say you're going through a divorce process or you want to get divorced? I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Radio.net and go to all of our previous shows. Listen to them. Um, there'll be some information on there that can help you. Also, subscribe, like, and follow us because we will be having uh, in season two, which is starting in January. We will be talking about uh, men with control issues and keeping their hands to themselves and things like that. So, um, I definitely would love for you to stay connected to the show. Um, and even get you some help out there in Texas. So um, with that being said, thank you for your honesty and your transparency, and thank you for your call. I appreciate it. I definitely, I definitely want to dive into some uh, some truths with you in some future episodes um, at True Radio on all platforms. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the whole shebang. But listen, thank you for the call. Um, praying for your safety, and uh, appreciate you. Good night, everyone. 
Good night. Good night. Thank you for calling. Wow. 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 Very deep. Yeah. Very, very deep. Listen, this is why I do this. Yeah. This is why I do this is because I want to give a voice to those who are who feel like they're voiceless. Um, I want to support those who are who are being used and abused. Um, I want I, I really do. This is what my platform is about. It's for the people. It's for the people by the people. Period. Point blank. Period. Um. Listen, the number to dial is 516-531-9828, 516-531-9828. We're, we're going to keep the show alive for a couple more minutes. Um, Grantastic, is there anything you want to say about about anything, uh, last call or anything? Ooh, man, that, that was heavy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, that was – I think, like, one question that kind of popped into my mind, and you were talking about expectation, is, like, if you kind of – if you allow a behavior to happen – like, how does that really impact you and your expectations for relationships? Wow. You know? well, I, so I, I'll, I'll take a personal leap of transparency on this one. Okay. So, when I, 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 I lost my brother in, in, when I was 13 years old, mm-hmm. 2001. Um, and I've always been looking for a big bro, big brothers to be in my life because I always wanted to remain teachable, humble. I always wanted someone to look up to as a remote role model or example or some type of guidance because as highly intelligent and wise as I am, I always knew that someone out there I need to be held accountable to. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think of a big brother, I don't think of uh someone who's a yes man or someone who uh, loves me so much that they just agree with everything I do or never correct me. When I say a big brother, I mean, you have the right to challenge me on in any area of my life that you feel like I'm living up to the standard that I told you I want to live by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so with that being said, I've been open to people who claim they were my big brothers who betrayed me and did me wrong or had a tree of motive Mm -hmm. to wanting to be my big brother. I realized that the level of betrayal I was experiencing on the outside was the level of betrayal I was doing to myself Mm -hmm. is because I didn't applaud myself and believe in myself and um, think of myself in a way and actually what I do and who I am. Mm-hmm. And so because I betrayed myself, when I'm thinking of myself, where I'm at, all the community work I've done, all the lives I've helped, all the people I've mentored. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Breland. I saw him at a 7-Eleven. I don't know if I told you that or not. I'll tell you off air, but I saw him at a 7-Eleven. Um, young man I mentored that's doing good now. He just got out of jail and all that. Like, yeah, I did tell you. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, you know, it's just a lot that I've done. Even the community work and things like that that my family has done, we've done co- together. That I never promoted, I never bragged about. Uh, honestly, it took people like Zoe Williams and Riza Islam, um, my big brother Marco, um, to to say, you need to start promoting what you actually do in real life. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I I still don't really do it. Mm-hmm. I, every now and then I may sprinkle something on Instagram, but mm-hmm. I don't really do it. And um, I, I said that to say the level of betrayal and the level of unappreciation, the level of ungratefulness that I've experienced was mm-hmm. based upon the level of betrayal and devaluing I've done to myself internally. Okay. That makes sense. I think it kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 And, um, cause that, and I think sometimes in, um, in like situations where it's like, where we are allowing more things to happen that maybe opposed to our expectations, even though expectations are, you know, a dangerous thing to float on. Um, it's just kind of like sometimes it's like, do we feel worthy of this moment or of this person? Yes. Yes. Um, And one thing I was just kind of hearing some people talk about this, you know, we got new statements and stuff for everything um, was uh, the imposter syndrome. Um, So basically it's, it really deals with carrying your insecurities into your opportunities. Wow. Um, And it's kind of like the feeling that even if you're in the room and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, or you got the job or you start the business here, part of you still feels like an imposter that you don't belong. Mm. Um, and then sometimes that's even in relationships where it's just like, where we get in a relationship with somebody and he's like, but how, like, do I really deserve this person? You know? And it's just like those kind of self-inflicting ideas kind of start happening to which is just opposed to you're there with the person. Mm-hmm. You you're thinking about, okay, I'm with this person. What what is the way I can maximize myself? Not even just for myself, but I'm in a relationship with somebody. Even if it's just a friendship, mm-hmm. like we cool, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like I'm doing me, you doing you. But how, what can I do to maximize this relationship I have wow. with me? Wow. What, what part of me maximizes this relationship? And I think that's where when we start doing the reflecting, at least in my like, I I know people tend to look at the relationship. As like specifically that makes you reflect. Yeah. But I've kind of been learning lately that like look at myself in that relationship. Yes. To reflect opposed to like because mm. like a mm. caller who called in is just like pretty serious you know situation. Like yeah. I have family members is the same way and it's not easy. There's yeah. On yeah. Either side it, it wasn't fair or easy for my family member and it wasn't easy or fair to us because when situations get violent and we're trying to help you out, we're trying to hopscotch and pull you out without getting in the fire ourselves. Yeah. So I yeah. get that there's a level of difficulty, but then it's just like, but you go back to it. And that's the part of which is just like, yeah, for me, I'm just like, you, 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 you don't have to go back per se. I know sometimes we tell ourselves cause like the timing is not right. Yeah. Or the money is not right. Yeah. Or the kids' situation is not right. Yeah. But it's just like, but when do we get in relationships when we are reflecting on ourselves? Because I, I think another thing is like, because when we get out of those toxic relationships, what about you kept you in the toxic relationship? And this is why I recommend Zoe Williams' book. Go to IamZoeWilliams.com. That's I A M Z O W I L L I A M S dot com mm-hmm. dot com and get the relationship dismount how to stick the landing after exiting a toxic relationship i'm going to say this and i love i can tell i'm getting back to my groove because what you said actually leads to my last question dun, 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 dun. my last question is also a investigative statement 
Have you dimmed your light for a loved one? Have you dimmed your light for a loved one or a significant other? Yes, all you motherfuckers have. Don't even come. Yeah, don't even front. front street and act like you. Yeah, don't 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 even come up here and act like you fronting. Don't be. You know what I mean? Because if you call the show fronting. Lap of the day. Oh, <laughs> listen. Shit. Yo. Grantastic. And, and, oh, hold up. We got a caller. We got a caller. Hot Monkey Lava. Lava. Caller, state your name. Where you calling from? Pass. Pass. What's up, y'all? What's popping? Oh, what's good? What's popping? Talk to us. Have you dimmed your light for a loved one? Yeah. But it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was in the name of love. Um, I would say it was more so in the name of lack of love. Like lack of self-love kind of. Oh, no, not lack of, yes. It was lack of self-love. Um I'm out. Taz, you can just take my spot. You you got this, boo. I'm going to just... <laughs> I, I'm going to head out. You you can just take this seat right here. You got it. You got it. Yeah, no, it was more so like a situation where, you know, like, so postpartum, right? Postpartum depression is a slippery freaking slope. And um, it was just like, I didn't really realize it, but slowly and surely, um, I, I was doing my life unintentionally, but intentionally at the same time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect um, sense. Yeah, so I have, but love would never require such a tedious task. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very oh. true. Sean, So, listen, Taz, have, have, what did you learn about yourself from dimming your light for another person. Um, that it slowly started to get darker all around. That I was that beacon of light for a lot of people in my life. Mm. Um, and once you, you know, once you go into those really dark places in your mind that you know you avoid at all costs, and you, you know, you sit down, and you sit with yourself, and um, you don't know who, you know, you look in the mirror, you don't know what you're looking at. You don't identify the person you're living with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was pretty much like my demons literally hopping up out of me and beating my ass, and that's what it took. Mm-hmm. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it because slowly but surely I realized that I bring a lot of joy, not only to myself, but to those around me, and that no matter what, I have to be myself, and I have to make sure that. But I will say this though, it's just like those moments where you are dimming your light, but then also at the same time you're looking around, you're like, but why is it getting darker in this room? Mm 
Like you, you, you feel me? Times you should be like, like, yeah. like you, you just like, like, like think of you. Like we used to call one of my aunts the light Nazi because if you turn on a light, she comes in a room, she turns it off. Like, oh, you know, you, you ain't paying any bills. But like, but it's different when you own the house, you pay the bill, and you're literally just dimming it, and you don't know why. Mm. And you, and then you're asking yourself, why is it dark in here? Yeah. Like when you get to that moment. That's a really ah just perplex. It's a dark, it's, it's, it's no pun intended, but it's a dark moment. It's dark because then you're trying to figure out, and you almost got to backtrack. You're like, how did we get this dark? Where did it all go wrong? I just bought some new light bulbs, like, and not near one of them worked. What if I was to say to both of you, to felt was actually your own light exposing dark corners within your soul. We just got music and everything today. Hmm. Let me think about that one. That one's kind of... See, this is why you never give Negro buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, because the only reason why someone would dim their light is the fact that subconsciously they've already devalued themselves. Yeah. And the ironic part about it, if if someone is in your your vicinity that's causing you to dim your light, they are actually more insecure about themselves than you are. Talk. Because the fact of like, and I think Taj, you kind of said it a little bit earlier. The fact if someone is can see that you are dimming yourself and they're like, yes, thank you. I can finally shine. They are a complete mm-hmm. asshole and a worth of waste of time. Mm-hmm. And that's when, <laughs> and that's when I say like, yeah, that's a, that, at that moment, if someone is getting pleasure from you diminishing yourself and they're like, yes, we're finally about to be even, they don't need to be in your life. I want to say, I want to say this and then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let, I'm going to let the caller go after I make this statement and hear her response. Oftentimes, when someone puts us in a situation where we are feeling like or we perceive that we need to dim our light, nine times out of ten, it's their inner demons not wanting to see that light shine upon them. Mm-hmm. Ten times out of ten. <laughs> can I say eleven? Can I say eleven times out of ten? Is, is that is that a, is that a, that's a... <laughs> It's an improper fraction, but can I, can I say 11 times out of 10? Yeah. 100%, absolutely. Because that's what we do. We project, we're just projecting all the time. Yes. And even though we may, we may think so fondly of ourselves, sometimes we're the asshole. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate the love uh, for the show. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> chew on that. Can you chew? Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was awesome, man. Listen, I wow. I think we went. Do we have to end season one? This is this is how I, I, we might have to come back for one more episode. You got to come back. Uh, hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. 
sorry, y'all. The producer says we're ending this shit tonight. Uh, <laughs> the producer says wrap that shit up. We're going to plan for next season. Listen, listen. We appreciate the love. Yes, sir. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms. You'll know exactly when season two will begin. In January, we'll have flyers out and, and digital promotion out and things like that. Please continue to support. Um, share. It does, you know, it doesn't take money or anything to like a comment, to like a post, to make a comment, to share a post, anything. Just share us on your social media platforms. Um, we we love the support. We got clothing that's out. We got merchandise that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have we have all those things uh, popping. The website is getting re re uh, re uh, remodeled. Um, I'm doing the website myself. Um, we're upgrading some things, changing the design of it. Um, you know, we're, we're we're doing all of that, and and so I really I really really appreciate everyone who is supporting the show already. Um, everyone who um, calls in, comments, likes, watches. You know, the platform is growing, and the platform is for the people. I want the people. To have a voice, and if my platform provides that, then please, please, please let me have the honor of letting your voice go global. Indeed. That's all I ask. Because mm-hmm. we in other countries, y'all. So yeah, we. I mean, UK. Yeah, they're uh, Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking what was it, Ireland or something mm-hmm. like that? I think New Zealand was on the list. New Zealand, New yeah, Zealand was on the list. You know, so we're, we're global, we but but all kind of area codes. I want the like, I want the likes, I want the views. I don't want it for myself ego. I want it because I want your story to be heard. Indeed, that's just facts. Mm-hmm. You know, so ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate it. You know, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, aka um, oh. Yes, please listen. Hit us up. I need that ASAP. Um, it's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu, on that, aka Mr. Slap, your great, 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 great ancestry. The whole ancestry. And I'm here with my illustrious co host. It is your boy, Mr. Grantastic, aka The Professor, aka Negro Suave, aka Hot Ticket. And in the new year, look for Fantastic Fridays with Grantastic. Oh, because there's Fantastic and then there's, there's Grantastic. Grantastic. Yeah, so look for Fantastic Fridays coming in twenty one, y'all. Yes, sir. Listen, we out deuces. <laughs>